Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Talk Recorded live. Now, there's a piece of nation talk. are not necessarily the views of Talk Shoes, Jam Radio Productions, com, and its sponsors. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. This is your Sunday evening forum, Nation Talk. Talk is a live public affairs program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. Get in the conversation. Call 1724-444-7444. Call ID number 555-19-POUND. That's 1724-444-7444. Call ID number 555-19-POUND.
Police on Staten Island are urging local stores to refrain from selling eggs and shaving cream to minors. And the New York Police Department has issued a warning to those considering egging a home or vandalizing it with toilet paper. Police saying that they're adopting a no-tolerance policy this year. The Staten Island Advance reports that residents also have been asked to notify authorities if they're concerned about misbehavior or criminal activity. Bob Agnew reporting. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. The book of Judges tells the story of Gideon, who went to war against the powerful Midianites. It says in the seventh chapter that the Lord spoke to Gideon, saying, Get up, go down against the camp, because I am going to give it into your hands. And if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant Pura and listen to what they are saying. Afterwards, you will be encouraged to attack the camp. Well, friend, did you hear that? God said, if you are afraid. Look, that was a big imposing army down there. But amazingly, God did not scold Gideon for his fear. Instead, God anticipated those fears. What's more, God provided a way for Gideon to overcome those fears. Friend, if you are afraid, remember Gideon, and remember that the Lord foresees all your fears and hesitations. Plus, he'll always, always provide a way out. Oh, Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, Solahead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Talk, the Sunday evening forum. Number to call 1724-444-7444. Call out your number 55519-POUND. We're going to pick up your phone calls uh, as we go as we go on. Go, go on. Um, tonight, uh, we're going to be, well, let me, let me say this first. I apologize for last week. Um, something technical was going on 
here between here and talk show. I don't know what happened. I can't. I don't know really what happened. To be honest with you. So I had to cancel the show last week and do it this week because of the technical difficulties. So be at my. I hope you set my apologies out there for uh, not coming on and not not me coming on on last Sunday. That's something I couldn't. That's something I couldn't avoid. It was out of my it was out of my control. So that's my explanation, just in case you want to know. <laughs> uh, tonight we're gonna to be going to talk about the debate update. We that's what we're supposed to be doing last week. The last debate. The that's we talk about the last debate from last time. The final debate. Then we're going to ask the question: Does Black Lives still matter? And we're going to talk about other and also other topics. One two four 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 twenty four forty four. Call ID number five 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 one nine pound. Let me make this and let me say this to those to all of you: Go out. You're going to hear me say this throughout the program. Go out and vote. This is a very important election. Very important. Uh, Mike, hold on. I'm going to get to your phone call, but the reason why I say that is because of this because of this debate. This uh, because of the debate. Trying to find some uh, Okay. We're going to move on to the next topic, which is the economy, and I hope we <laughs> handle that as well as we did immigration. Uh, you also have very different ideas about how to get the economy growing faster. Secretary Clinton, in your plan, government plays a big role. Uh, you see more government spending, more entitlements, more tax credits, more tax penalties. Uh, Mr. Trump, you want to get government out with lower taxes and less regulation. Yes. We're going to drill down into this a little bit more, but in, in this overview, please explain to me why you believe that your plan will create more jobs and growth for this country and your opponent's plan will not. In this round, you go for a secretary plan. Well, I... Okay, now, listen closely. I think when the middle class thrives, America thrives, and so... My plan is based on growing the economy, giving middle-class families many more opportunities. Uh, I want us to have the biggest job program since World War II, jobs in infrastructure and advanced manufacturing. I think we... Presidential hopeful Hillary Clinton is... jobs and infrastructure and advanced manufacturing, I think we can compete with high-wage countries, and I believe we should. New jobs and clean energy, not only to fight climate change, which is a serious problem, but to create new opportunities and new businesses. 
I want us to do more to help small business. That's where two-thirds of the new jobs are going to come from. I want us to raise the national minimum wage because people who live in poverty should not, uh, who work full-time should not still be in poverty. And I sure do want to make sure women get equal pay for the work we do. I feel strongly that we have to have an education system that starts with preschool and goes through college. That's why I want more technical education in high schools and in community colleges, real apprenticeships to prepare young people for the jobs of the future. I want to make college debt-free and for families making less than $125,000. You will not get a tuition bill from a public college or university if the plan that I worked on with Bernie Sanders uh, is enacted. And we're going to work hard to make sure that it is because we are going to go where the money is. Most of the gains in the last years since the Great Recession have gone to the very top. So we are going to have the wealthy pay their fair share. We're going to have corporations uh, make a contribution greater than they are now to our country. That is a plan that has been analyzed by independent experts, which said that it could produce 10 million new jobs. By contrast, Donald's plan has been uh, analyzed to uh, conclude it might lose uh, 3.5 million jobs. Why? Because his whole plan is to cut taxes to give the biggest tax breaks ever to the wealthy and to corporations, adding $20 trillion to our debt and causing the kind of dislocation that we have seen before, because it truly will be trickle-down economics on steroids. So the plan I have, I think, will actually produce greater opportunities. The plan he has will cost us jobs and possibly lead to another great recession. Secretary, thank you. Mr. Okay. Sounds good. I like I love her plan. Now, let's hear what the Donald says. Front, why will your plan create more jobs and growth than Secretary Clinton? Well, first of all, before I start on my plan, her plan is going to raise taxes and even double your taxes. Her tax plan is a disaster. And she can say all she wants about college tuition. And I'm a big proponent. We're going to do a lot of things for college tuition, but the rest of the public's going to be paying for it. We will have a massive, massive tax increase under Hillary Clinton's plan. But I'd like to start off where we left, because when I said Japan and Germany, and I'm not to single them out, but South Korea, these are very rich, powerful countries, uh, Saudi Arabia, nothing but money. We protect Saudi Arabia. Why aren't they paying? She immediately, when she heard this, I questioned it. And I questioned NATO. Why aren't the NATO questions? Why aren't they paying? Because they weren't paying. Since I did this, this was a year ago, all of a sudden, they're paying, and I've been given a lot, of, a lot of credit for it. All of a sudden, they're starting to pay up. They have to pay up. We're protecting people. They have to pay up. And I'm a big fan of NATO, but they have to pay up. She comes out and said, we love our allies. We think our allies are great. Well, it's awfully hard to get them to pay up when you have somebody saying, we think how great they are. We have to tell Japan in a very nice way. We have to tell Germany, all of these countries, South Korea. We have to say, you have to help us out. We have... During his regime, during President Obama's regime, we've doubled our national debt. We're up to $20 trillion. So my plan, we're going to renegotiate trade deals. We're going to have a lot of free trade. We're going to have free trade, more free trade than we have right now. But we have horrible deals. Our jobs are being taken out by the deal that her husband signed, NAFTA, one of the worst deals ever. Her, our jobs are being sucked out of our economy. You look at all of the places that I just left. You go to Pennsylvania. You go to Ohio. You go to Florida, you go to any of them, you go upstate New York, our jobs have fled to Mexico and other places. We're bringing our jobs back. I am going to renegotiate NAFTA. And if I can't make a great deal, 
then we're going to terminate NAFTA and we're going to create new deals. We're going to have trade, but we're going to, term we're going to terminate it. We're going to make a great trade deal. And if we can't, we're going to do it. We're going to go a separate way because it has been a disaster. We are going to cut taxes massively. We're going to cut business taxes massively. They're going to start hiring people. We're going to bring the $2.5 trillion that's offshore back into the country. We are going to start the engine rolling again because right now our country is dying at 1% GDP. Okay. You make the call. one seven two four 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 seven seven four four four. All right, Mike. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How you been? Oh, it's, I am doing just fine. Good, oh, good. Okay. On, I start with economics. Okay, I start with debate with economics because that's what a lot of people are concerned about, and especially right. us folks who who are um, poverty, well, working for um, paycheck to paycheck. I hear you. Now. Who you think got the better plan, Clinton or Trump? You make the call. Well, I tell you what, both of them sound like they could be workable, but I really don't like either one of them, except for <laughs> maybe, <clears throat> I tell you what, Donald said something that really that really uh, made me sit up and look a little bit. That that foreign trade thing, NAFTA. Yeah. Clinton started. He was a Democrat, right? Right. Now, all of the jobs started going overseas because the states and the cities and everybody started raising taxes, insurances, uh, things that they, the, the the company could not afford, and wages started going up to the ceiling. So they moved overseas. Mm -hmm. Send the product back and selling it back to America. So I would say negotiate that foreign trade deal, renegotiate. Now, okay, now that makes good sense. Hillary says that she's going to make the middle class pay more. If the middle class haven't started paying by now, how are you going to make them pay more? Which is a good thing they should have been doing it all along. Right. So, what are you going to do? Which is it? Which is the better of the of the worst? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, brother. I like Hillary's. I, now I do like her plan because one thing she did said is to raise the minimum wage. That's one thing I'm very concerned about. Okay, now there's something you got to look at too. Just for instance, XYZ company that is their bottom line is maybe not making that much money, right? Right. Their middle uh, middle production company, yada yada yada. You raise the minimum wages. Then, if you raise the minimum wages, you got to raise the the insurance thing policy. You got to pay more into Social Security. 
You got to pay uh, more for city and state taxes. Most companies, they don't want to be bothered like that because the way they're looking at it, that if you raise the minimum wages, your uh, utilities, all of the city management is going to start raising their wages, raising their uh, thing. But you still, you still left with jack. You still left with nothing. The whole thing has to be bottom uh, negotiated across the board. Raising minimum. Okay, say for instance. You're making uh, $20 an hour. Now you're making $25 an hour. At the, at the end of the day, you still only bringing home the same amount of money. So that's what you got to really look at. Just, say, just raising the minimum wage, you have more money in your pocket. But what's the value of it? That's see, what I, I want to get at. Well, I see it differently. For one thing, and raising the raising the minimum wage, I think is a good thing because there are so one is overdue. Two, I'm one of those. I'm one of the ones who who's 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 working somewhere somewhere in somewhere there in the minimum wage part. Okay, and. The food, and I, I, I mentioned this a week or two ago. Right. The food prices are so high that we, it's hard. I mean, it is very, very hard, especially with only with two people. And I'm just saying in, in general, with two people who are on a fixed budget and you're only working a certain many hours for a certain amount of money and you want to do more, but you can't because right. of, because because the governor the the governor of a certain state I'm not gonna say it, the, the the Georgia governor he decided not to go with the program okay, okay. he decided not to go with the program which means which means he wants to do now he wants to do something with this school thing, this um, this school, um, something to do with the school. I, I can't think of the name of it. It's, it's on it's on our ballot here. Um, I, I could I'll find it in a few minutes, but it it had to do with um, it had to do with this. He wants that. To, he wants that. But yet and still, he he wants to raise. Okay, yeah, it's um, Amendment 1, East Block and the Education Status Quo. No, that's not it. That's not it. Yeah, well, that's... He, he, he wants to... He wants to... Um, able to credi- credibly sell himself as a change of agent for public schools because the education status quo always seemed... To be opposed any chain. I mean, this is from the Savannah Connect Savannah. Well, anyway, um, he he wants to. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Georgia. And this is the this is the amendment. Georgia authorized the state government and and I mean, 
state government to intervene in failing schools. The amendment would allow the state to take over public schools deemed of chronicle failing by the Georgia Department of Education via results of standardized testing and other metrics. Now, the well, they they urgent they urgent some they urgent some say urgent to to say yes some urgent to say no. Okay, he wants he don't want to raise the minimum wage, but he want to mess with the school system. So hmm. so I'm going to vote no on that since he won't raise the minimum wage. I'm going to vote no on his program, the program that he wants. And I hope everybody else will in the state of Georgia would do that because all it is is going to be it's going to, it's going to be state run. Um, the, the teachers, the parents, will not have any say so in this. It's going to be more like a corporate thing, like like the jail system. Right. So he he since he since he won't raise the minimum wage to help those who are struggling okay we won't you you won't you won't do us a do us a solid we're going we're going to put down what you want and in the turn when it comes down to when he wants to be reelected i'm firing him <laughs> do my vote because he don't want to raise the minimum wage i want i want to see the minimum wage raised so that, so that people have a chance to have, like you said, yeah, have a, have a little bit more money in their pocket to work for to to be to work for a uh, a worth something because it's the there are people who are working under the minimum wage right now, and it's ridiculous. The the food is getting high. Uh, you can't buy clothes like what you want. Uh, it's ridiculous. You can't. Let me give you an example. Vanessa and I want so badly to go do things, but because of what I make and what I take, the things, the money that I take home would not be enough for extra things to do. All we'll go for is. Bills and food. Okay, got you. We can't. We we want so badly to do that, but they won't. They but but they're hollering about the state of Georgia is hollering about money. Raise the doggone minimum wage. Raise it so that people that so that people who are working under the minimum wage will get a chance. I worked. Ten, I worked. I, I had. The, um, I worked the ten thousand ten thousand an hour before the last. The last time I worked the job was ten dollars an hour, and I saw the results. You get. You. You. It is. It. Believe me, it's worth it. The ten dollars an hour. It is worth it. I will. I believe me. What I'm making now, eh, it's all right. But. But. We like to see more. We like to have extra money in our pocket 
we like to have extra money when it went after taxes that we can do things with. There's some things we want do we want to happen. Can't afford it. The food. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah, makes and sense. So, because I want to at least take my wife to a nice movie. Have a little extra money, take my wife to a movie. Can't do that. Because why? The governor won't raise the minimum wage. I want to. I want to bring some flowers home for her, and you know, do special things. Why? The governor won't raise the minimum wage. That's why, and that's why I like her plan better. I like her plan better. That way, we can. That way, we who work. Less than ten dollars an hour can have more money in our pockets. We can afford food that we can eat. We want to eat healthy, but why? The governor won't give the governor won't give us a break. He won't raise the minimum wage. So, if he's gonna be stubborn, if he's gonna be so stuck with uh, with he he's be stubborn and not raise the minimum wage. I'm going to be stubborn and vote no on this amendment. Since he don't want to do that, fine. And But but he got to remember, he got to remember the next time he's going to get elected, people are going to, then he wants people to, to re-elect him. Sorry, no no deal. You go, I'm firing you and do the next election, the, the next state, the next government election. That's it. That's it. All right. <laughs> and they talk about everything else. They're not talking about raising about everything else except for for raising the minimum wage, and they won't do it. Some of the states already did already. I think Georgia's like um one of the few states, and there's like maybe maybe a handful that raised the minimum wage. I, I I bet you, I guarantee you, Connecticut got the minimum wage. I bet they raised their minimum wage. I wouldn't know. I'll look into that. I bet they, I bet Connecticut raised the minimum wage. Hmm. And plus, if they do raise the minimum wage, they'll have more jobs to come in the state of Georgia. No, they want to keep it for their own self. It's all. It, it's like I got mine. You get yours. Okay. All right, we. I got my vote. I mean, <clears throat> okay. He want to do that? Fine. Let him do that. But his butt gonna be voted out the next election. I'm not voting for him. No. No. He won't raise the minimum wage. Cause that's what thing that pissed me off about about Governor Deal. I mean, he he he's, he's all right, governor, but he he pissed me off with when he when he decided not to do that, and he pissed me off when he decided not to 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 have the affordable health care thing. He he decided not to. He didn't want he didn't want to. Look how many look how much money the state of Georgia can ha, can, can look how much money. They can bring in the state of Georgia millions and billions of dollars 
is the only race that's stupid minimum wage. But the state of Georgia don't want that. The hard-nosed Republicans, oh, they're, they're scared they might lose some of their money. The fat cats, the Republican fat cats. Okay. Okay. All those Republican fat cats. Mm. And I just came from church, too, and I see, mm, mm. I'm through, I'm through, I'm through, I'm through. Because I'm, I'm, I'm about to say something. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. I know I'm ratting, and I know I'm ratting right now, but uh, <laughs> it goes to show you how much and how passionate I am about this. Sorry, Mac, I didn't. I didn't mean to to mute you. <laughs> but we do have to go to a break and let me cool off a bit and go to the next subject um, of the of debate. Uh, anyway. That's my take on it. And if anybody disagrees with me, oh well. We could talk about it. We could, you could email me, and we can talk about it. This is your Sunday evening forum, Nation Talk. <laughs> we'll be back right after these messages. against women is wrong. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. This is Annie Lennox of Eurythmics for RAD. Please don't drink and drive. And don't drive if someone else has been drinking. Thank you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Racism. The solution's actually simple. Answers with Ken Ham, whose ministry is building a full-size Noah's Ark south of Cincinnati, Ohio. Many people have tried to solve the problem of racism, but without success. But the remedy is actually rather easy. If people in every culture simply accepted the history of the world according to the Bible and built their thinking on God's word, then racism would virtually disappear. But because we live in a world where the majority of people reject the Bible, then the racism problem is not going to be solved. Christians everywhere should be shouting from the hilltops that the Bible teaches that all people are of one blood, one race of people. 
there are different races. Today's various people groups came about as a result of God giving different languages at the time of the Tower of Babel. This would have caused different peoples to go in different directions, thus developing into various groups. Genesis also tells us that all people have a sin problem. They need to trust Christ and conform their thinking to his teaching. If everyone accepted this, well, there'd be no racism. One great resource to help you understand this question of the origin of humans is our new pocket guide. In 96 pages, we'll answer your questions about the origin of humans and the so-called ape men. For your donation of any size, we'll mail it to you. Call toll-free 1-888-89-ANSWERS or go to our website of AnswersOffer.org. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views, opinions of, the views, opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, Jam Radio Productions, SonyHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Sunday evening form. And we're in the middle of talking about the presidential debate and whose plan is better whose plan is better the Donald or Hillary? talked about immigration as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's another issue that there's a lot of folks who are immigrants, they're going, they are really, they really, are, they really are a bit leery about
understand what's at stake in this election illusions uh, about that and then continue to press into Syria to begin to take back and move on Raqqa, which is the ISIS headquarters. I am hopeful that the hard work that American uh, military advisors have done will pay off and that we will see uh, a, real, a really successful military operation. Now, being with ISIS, uh, I couldn't find what you said, but... Okay, who will do a better job in ISIS? You know that you know the answer to that one, Mrs. Clinton, Secretary Clinton. Yeah. She's very experienced being the Secretary of State, and she's good. She's she knows she knows the other people um, from the other the, the other folks from the other um, leaders of, of our allies. And uh, and some of our enemies as well, and she talked with them, and she um, been back and forth with them. So she knows she knows a whole lot more than the Dono. Somebody said, so I don't know. Somebody said, uh, if we want a hotel, we we let's see how they thing go. If we want a hotel, we talk to Donald. But we want a president who who respect, who who listens to us, who's sensitive. I believe she's more sensitive to the issues than than the Donald is. Donald, now get me wrong, he's a great businessman, very good. He's the baddest negotiator in business. I mean, he knows his stuff. He's good. But as far as Political? Nah, nah, nah. I don't even know why he's in there in the first place. <laughs> I have no idea. And Secretary Clinton, believe it or not, um, as far as financially the campaign, she's pulling in more. She has more money. I don't know how, but I think if I'm, I might be I might be wrong. A little bit more, as far as money concerned, than the Donald in you know in campaign. Now I don't know how I don't don't know how, but that's what according to according to that. But anyway, um, one thing I would like to see I mean I would like to see them. See ISIS disappear quickly, very quickly, and she'll be the one who knew how to do it. She's gonna have a, she's gonna need a lot of help and cooperation, and depending too if they and how the Senate, how the Congress is gonna look. If the Congress is gonna be back to be Republican or big back to being Democrat. That's going to be the thing, too. The Senate seats. And another thing is the Supreme Court 
decision. Who's going to sit? Who's going to be the nice man or woman for the Supreme Court? That's another issue. Um, the president, the president, really, um, he's he, he been taking his time deciding, deciding, you know, who who you like to put in there. But I think he's going to leave it up to, <laughs> I think he's going to leave it up to the the, the next person to. The next person in um, in office, whoever going to occupy the next occupant of the White House, whoever whoever that may be, um, but I, I like yeah you're right. Uh, Secretary Clinton will do a much better job than um, than Hillary because I mean. But then, um, then Trump, because all Trump's gonna do, he's gonna make enemies. He's already making enemies as it is. He's already making enemies. <laughs> so why make more enemies? That's what thing I don't get. That's my take on it. What you think? Okay, <laughs> you open up two big cans of worms. ISIS, where did they come from? Just like the Taliban. Yeah. All right. Now, we were there for how many years in uh, Kabul? Uh, We were also there. mm -hmm. Okay, the Russians left out. We took over. We supported them against the Russians. Right. Now we, we were there setting up a government. So that they can have free elections, free this, free this, free that democratic society. The Taliban kicked our butt for years. Mm-hmm. Then we, we went into uh, Iraq. All right? All right. The Bush one went into Iraq, but he did not do anything but to stop there at the monuments because he didn't want to uh, destroy any of the monuments, yada, 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 and withdrew. He should have kept going and continued to take over uh, martial law, set up a government so that Saddam Hussein would say, look here, uh, we, you come over here, we're going to disarm you, we're going to make for sure you have no weapons of mass destruction, yada, 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 all that good stuff. Now, what are you going to do? Set up a government. But no, he didn't do that. So we go back over there a few years later, about maybe 10 years later, one more time. Mm-hmm. Now, all right, thousands and thousands of Americans died there. Now here come, okay, Obama said, okay, we're going to come out of Iraq. We're going to set up the government. But in the meantime, we went into Egypt, knocked over the president of our Barbara has been there for years and years. He's been doing all right. He was our ally. But now all of a sudden, Barbara was bad man because of a few Egyptians who wanted to take power, went to America, and got the CIA involved in it. Then we went into 
got the other guy out down in the, down the road there, killed him, destroyed the the economy of the country. Seems like every little country there, something went wrong. Why is that? We can't set up governments for everybody. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, they said, well, they're killing their own people. They've been doing that for thousands of years. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. people have a culture. Go in there and say, look here, we try to negotiate. That's what Hillary should have been doing all along. Now, no disrespect to Hillary, right? Right. But how much how much uh, negotiation did she do for human rights and human uh, standards or women's rights in these little countries? Not that much. Now we're into Syria. Now Damascus has been a Christian country for hundreds of years, and all of a sudden now Syria is, is torn. Thousands and millions of the, the people are dying because we helped them to, overthrow, to try to overthrow the, the government. That was a no-no. We should never have touched Syria. There would not would not have been a civil war in Syria if we had not have been involved in it. So now, <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's like ISIS. ISIS is just a bug. We could have smashed ISIS before they got started. Good. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't want to. We didn't want to put no troops on the on the ground in a, Iraq. Right. Right. We didn't want to go into uh, Turkey to uh, support Turkey, yeah, 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 and their, and their uh, regime and nothing like that. We didn't want to be nothing involved with Jordan, so ISIS just spread it. So now, what are we gonna do? Sit back and like, oh my God, look at ISIS, look at ISIS. We can do ISIS just like we did with. Uh, uh oh my God the the other guy that that uh, Hillary said that Gaddafi uh, Gaddafi Omar Gaddafi yeah Rocky Gaddafi we could have done ISIS just like Gaddafi sent in some air raids scraped them got them out of <laughs> got them out of existence that's it. Never mind, well, another country might come in. Who's going to come in? Who's going to mess with us? Iraq. Iran. Iran is no threat. Nope. All right, then. Russia. Russia is no threat. Mm-mm. So who else? I that, that's the Korea. You know um, North Korea. Oh, that's no threat either. Guess what? ISIS was just like a bunch of... Uh, back in the days, we used to have a thing called the Black Power Movement, the yeah. Black Panthers. Yeah. Right? ISIS is just like the Black Panthers. They started off with three or 400 people. Then they got about 10,000 taking over a whole country. Now they've got about maybe half a million people. And they're still, they're foot people with pickup trucks. Now, what about ISIS? Either one of, okay, Hillary said somebody she can uh, negotiate, uh, do this, do that. Okay, that's good, good. Well, 
should have been doing it all along. All right? All right. And then Donald said, okay, Donald, Donald goes on to make sense in one way or the other. Get rid of them once and once for all. You know why I say that? Because it's just like uh, some people here in America. The crooks do things, but the civilians don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. The civilians won't won't even go against those crooks because of their their countrymen, their country people. So therefore, like Donald say, close the border for a minute, and those people they were being kick them out, get rid of them. You take a uh, you take a uh, no no disrespect to uh, people from uh, Islamic uh, places, right? Right. They come over here, they get messed, they mess up, they have they go to jail, they get better treated treatment than American prisoners. Now if you go to a state jail, you you get raped, you get this, you get that, you get beat up, everything. They don't. They do not get no trouble while they're in jail. You know what I mean? Right. Plus they would they put them in federal prison. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's like a, 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 a what you call it? Club uh, country, country club. Country club, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what I mean. So, like, hey, what you gonna do? And so, and Donald is, is he makes good sense about let's get it over with, get rid of them, and because the people here, the Islamic people, will not speak up against. Well, I know Muhammad yada 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 is the one that's uh, running the gun. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna squeal on them. They ain't gonna rat on them, for no way and no kind of way. Mm-mm. So that means they must be supporting them. So I don't know, man. I'm just like to thank God for Jesus. I know that's right. Okay, <laughs> remember, remember my solution. I said my solution. Just, just have like a handful of just, just. I mean, just a handful yeah. of, 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 um, of soldiers. Black ops, yeah, like a black ops. Just mm-hmm. put them in there, let them do what he got to do, let them set up so they can blow up wherever they need to blow up. If they have to um, blow up tunnels or whatever, they whatever, just go in there, get people out, go in, do what they got this, to do, blow it up. Disarm them, disarm them. Disarm them, and then get the people that's in there and keep it moving. And just get, get them out. All right now. That, so, that's what they need. They need some. They need some black ops. Black ops just, people. Just a handful. Just a, just just a handful. Yeah. And you know something else too. How I I feel about this this situation. We let 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 people come over here, buy up all of our companies, buy up all of our our service industry type stuff. You can't even go to a gas station unless you're going to uh, a, a person from either Pakistan or uh, somebody from Saudi Arabia uh, or one of them other countries. Yeah. You don't know if they do it. Now, Stephanie, they get mad with us, and they'll go home and don't sell no gas. We're stuck. I know. I mean, we're stuck like Chuck. You know what I mean? On the real. On the real deal, man. So what's mm-hmm. up with this? 
I mean, we, I mean, I mean, really stuck. So, so it's yeah. the same, same principle. You let them come over and buy up all the property. Now you can't go over there and buy up no property. Nope. If you do buy it up, you can't keep it because they just said they, they decide they're gonna take it back. They just go and take it back. They yep. don't care. What law? Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait. We're at the, we're coming up to the top of the hour, believe it or not. Boy, time goes by quick when you, when you, when you're talking. It, it goes by, it goes by real quick. That's how I like it. That way time, that way you can move with, you know, talk about this subject and move with the time. We're at the top, we're coming up to the top of the hour, folks. We'll be back with more of Nation Talk asking the, the question, does black lives still matter? And we got other topics as well. And your phone call, the one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID number five 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 one nine pound. Thank you for making this your favorite Sunday evening program. All churches have, or even need to have, a constitution and bylaws. Today's legal alert might just keep you out of trouble with the law. Here's attorney David Gibbs Jr. of the Christian Law Association. A pastor contacted the Christian Law Association requesting a review of his church's proposed constitution and bylaws. After becoming pastor of this church just a few months earlier, he had discovered that the church was lacking both a constitution, and a bylaw. It is tragic that this oversight is true in so many churches across the country, leaving them so vulnerable to legal assaults from several directions. Fortunately, this pastor had the foresight to recognize the church's absolute need for a written constitution and bylaw and the wisdom to get some help in writing a legally sound document. An attorney from the Christian Law Association would be honored and pleased to help the pastor review his documents, and we'd be honored to do the same if it would be a help to you. The Christian Law Association is standing by with free legal support. Visit ChristianLaw.org to link up with us. That's ChristianLaw.org. Call toll-free 888-252-1969. Hi, I'm Luis Fonsi with a message from RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. As a young Latino, your future has no limits. Your time is now. Don't blow it by drinking and driving. If you're going to party, always choose a designated driver. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Jen, last week I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, how about a slice? When a friend tells you they've been diagnosed with a mental illness, it can be a little awkward. But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for her, she'll be less likely to recover. Jen, last week I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Girl, I'm here for you. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, StoryHead.com, and its sponsors. This is your Sunday evening forum, Nation Talk. Want to do the job and they want to 
Raven, you're here as well. Um, have you followed this presidential election for the past couple of years and all the twists and turns? <laughs> and, and after watching all of this, it, it has been very strange and different. I mean, what's your reaction now that we're here to the first night of the debate? Uh, my reaction to it is that it's all entertainment. It's not Gabriella was talking about will be addressed tonight at the debate, and what do you want to hear from the candidates? Um, I'm hoping that they are addressed, but I feel as though they'll try to skirt around it. But there's times when they can't have to address it, and people are going to change the community, and I feel as though those candidates will be one of those that they need to talk And Bianca, um, what do you want to hear from the candidates tonight? Or I guess the better question is between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. It looks like those are going to be our the only choices for who's going to be. One of those is going to be present. Who will be better in your mind to dealing with some of the issues that you're here to, that you want to address? Why is that?
Every life matters. But since you asked that question, it has to be affirmative. Yes, it does. If you ask me a question, does gay life matter? Yes, they do. Ask the question, does Spanish life matter? Yes, they does. Black life does matter. But would we put one race or one culture above another one? We shouldn't because we should be equal in this America. We should be have justice in America. Yeah. It shouldn't be a place where uh, one group is more advanced or how you say it's put back and shut down and put back behind some unnecessary garbage. We have the Constitution of the United States. Okay. You got so many uh, what documents, uh, articles, so on, so on, so on. But look how many amendments we have to those of the Constitution. We got so many amendments that we could fill up a whole room full of a book on amendments just for the original uh, uh, Declaration of Independence, you know, regular Constitution. So why? Because they're trying to hold down the people. You know what? Black people need to get it together and get together. Mm-hmm. And then, whether it's to say, well, we're not here to take, how you call it, handouts. Right. But let me have my own business. Let me have my own community. Let us enjoy life like everybody else. If you come and try to distract or disturb my life, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> Just like if you go into a uh, uh, Dominican uh, neighborhood. Uh, any other neighborhood, you don't go there. They're acting stupid. You are gonna get hurt. Yep. So we should be together to protect our neighborhood, build up our neighborhood, and then when they come in talking about, oh well, we have rules and we have regulations. No, you are gonna have to change them rules and regulations because it doesn't apply to us right here, right now. So that's how that goes. Yeah, so, yes, black lives does matter, but what do we need to do is to establish our credentials, priorities, and then start to uh, how you making the move. Yeah, taking action. Yeah, it has been uh, the reason why I'm bringing up black. Lives matter is because um, the all these all these all these things is going on in neighborhoods where you you got um, the police is cutting down innocent people. Cause remember, the first time it was um, what was it the um, hands up. I think it was the hands up. Yeah, hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, don't don't shoot. It was the it was the don't shoot. Now it's now it's Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I agree with you. All lives matter, but in this case, we're mostly talking about 
Black Lives because of because of the violence between well, the thing between the between blacks and and the police. Uh, it's for one thing. If they only, if only they would cooperate with the police, like not, um, not um, cooperate with the police when they get arrested. Okay. That's one. That's one way to get hurt. That is one way you will get hurt. Um, it, especially in our black neighborhoods, in your black neighborhood, and their black neighborhood here in, in Savannah. We've been having a lot of shootings here, which is ridiculous, robberies. Um, it It's a... This is a this is a very touchy. I mean, for for the last few years, this has been a real touchy subject. I mean, very, very touchy. And I touched on this before. I touched on this before. Um, about this. There are other people who are who, who think the same way who are thinking but 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 let me see. Uh I wanna say hello to Steel Wolves who is on a this is what he said. Oh wow, sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> yeah, Black Lives Matter. Just look at the game game bangers in Chicago. Duh. The man the main thing to do is to be a good citizen. Get educated, follow laws, there you go. Work a job, treat others well. You don't have to follow the crowd. Nonsense. Now, I agree with you. Uh, there's there's some celebrities, there's different people who talk about like Venus Williams and I think her sister. They talk about this. They, the Williams sisters, one of the Williams sisters, they talk about black. Did you know that almost all the power on your serve comes from the arm action and not the legs? I average ninety. What's going on? This is Zeta Black. I'm back with another video. I want to talk about this Bossop article that talked about Venus Williams and her saying all lives matter when she was asked a question. It says, just days after we praised Serena Williams for her woke as hell statement about police brutality, and how she plans to use her voice. Her sister, Venus, uttered the three most incendiary words on social media, all lives matter. Of course, 
whenever you uh you say all lives matter, you're gonna people are gonna go into you because black people see Black Lives Matter as a way of getting attention, as a way of feeling validated, as a way of getting complimented, you know. Even though they don't care for each other, but you know, the fire started quick. Came, they say quip. The fire starting quip came in response to a reporter asking Venus about her sister's aforementioned Instagram post. Venus was asked about Serena's Facebook post. I haven't seen it. I think all lives matter, so I can't really comment. Which is nothing wrong with that, right? And I guess the people, you know, the feminists and these uh, these attention-seeking black people on Twitter who want to police every black person, you know, they, had, they took issue with it, and they went in on her. And my thing is this. Um, Serena's not around you Negroes. Like, she really isn't. She dates white men, you know, all the time. You know, she surrounds herself with, you know, white people. So she's not trying to be super pro-black. That's not who she is. Serena, on the other hand, wants attention any way she can get it. And if she has to talk about black issues, if she has to twerk on in magazines, do twerking tutorials, uh, do uh, thirst trap, Snapchat posts, whatever it takes to get attention, that's what she's going to do. So, and so Venus really isn't that type of person, you know. So she was, you know, being honest, and that honesty has turned black people against her for the most part. You know, all it took was saying all lives matter. We're not going to talk about her, you know, preferring only to date certain men, but we want to go in on her for saying all lives matter. Okay. Now, that's to take on um, on the Williams sisters. On the, on the Williams sisters. Uh, let's see who else was talking about Black Lives. Uh, Ray Lewis exposes Black Lives Matter. I found myself back in the prayer room. I find my spirit very disturbed. Everybody's preparing for the final Ford March Madness. Things that ran in the newspapers have disturbed me. I'm trying to figure out if, if black lives really matter. Then in Chicago alone, the murder rate is soared. 72% in 2016. 88% in the first three months of 2016 compared to last year. I'm trying to ask the question if, if, if to the organization of, of black lives, if, if they really mattered, then why not riot now? There was 141 murders this year, 82 murders last year at the same time. I've I'm trying to figure out in my mind why no one is paying attention to black men killing black men. Why we always find ourselves as the victims. And now we have the separation once again that we're being victimized because of one bad white cop, two bad white cops, three bad white cops kill a young black brother. 
But every day we have black-on-black crime killing each other. Police in Chicago reported 677 shootings this year. Last year, it was 359. March murder rate rose by 29%. But we're not riding in the streets when black-on-black crime are killing each other. I'm trying to figure out how, how the month of March, there's more murders in the month of March in Chicago than there are days in the month. 45 murders in the month of Chicago. There was 271 shooting incidents. I'm trying to stop to ask this one simple thing. When will we appreciate who we are? When will our skin color start paying attention to our own skin color? When will we stop crying that black lives matter? Because God says, I am Alpha and Omega. I am creator of all. And all come up under me with my spirit, which means color means nothing. I am king. I will live as king. But we have found our way distracted. We found our way distracted because things we're not paying attention to. The murders in 2015 and 2016, just the comparisons to Chicago, should be sad enough. 2015, there was 34 murders. 2016, there was 45. From January 1st to March 31st, there was 82 murders. In 2015, there was 141 in 2016. Let's just talk about the shootings. The shootings in 2015, there was 179. 2016, there was 271. January 1st to March 31st, the shootings alone. 2015, there was 359. 2016, there was 677. The shooting victims in 2015, it was 204. In 2016, it's 319. From January 1st to March 31st, it was 411. In 2015, there's 677 murders in 2016. And I'm trying to ask, what's the problem? I was active. I was an elected official. What would I do to stop some of this violence? I would put barrels on each corner. I would give you 30 days to drop all illegal weapons in these barrels. And if you found yourself going outside of that, the moment I found you with it, that's 25 years mandatory. There's no more having conversations because what's starting to happen now is we're starting to confuse our kids. Our kids don't know which way to walk the streets. We got babies in Baltimore being shot. In the middle of the streets, they're on their front porch, and they're being shot. We got a family of five to six sitting in the backyard having a barbecue, and the whole entire family gets executed. But we keep screaming, black lives matter. If they really matter, then let's do ourselves a favor. Let's stop killing black folks. Let's take it way back to when we once was understood what slavery was all about. Slavery was about togetherness, and understand that we must overcome together. Not that we must separate ourselves to highlight our skin color. If you want to highlight our skin color, highlight the people that's doing the successful things in the communities that, that we should be highlighting. And it ain't all athletics. Athletics come a dime a dozen. But the impact of your journey and the things that we're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be leaving an impact to change people's lives. One day God won't ask how many Super Bowls I've won, how many tackles i made, or how many interceptions I have. He will ask the simple question, how many lives have I changed? Oh, I come zone must be disturbed. We got music now that kids can't listen to with their parents. We got rated R shows that's showing things that kids have a way 
Social media has took us way beyond where we're supposed to be. We've dumbed the long-term thinking in our minds. We've let kids now dictate what they can do and who they can be and what they will ultimately be. I found myself disturbed. Whether I'm right or wrong, there's facts. There's numbers. Men and women lie. But numbers don't. Numbers don't lie. And what's going on in Chicago right now, if you write music, change your thought process, change your language, stop insulting women. We all got our struggles. There's nothing about me that's perfect. I'm a struggling man every day of my life to walk the right path. I haven't figured it all out yet, but I figured out enough to say that there's something that I'm supposed to pass along that don't go through my same struggles. Let's write something different. Let's give these, these let's give these lost children something to really envision. I cried today. Say I'm not a perfect man. And I have my failures. Just like anyone else. But I guess the question is, are you helping? Are you serving? You can help anybody. Give your money away to help any cause. But to serve, serve, you must come out of your comfort zone. There's too many brothers killing each other. Brothers, if I had one message for you, man, stop and check the pulse of the person before you pull the trigger. Realize that they are alive. And everybody you hurt, you will be accounted for. Man, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm, man, foolish people on social media, the things that they say, that's pure ignorance. Evil exists. Social media has become the devil's playhouse. Because it has foolish, ignorant people who can hide behind captions of children and pictures and, and funny things and insult people who's actually doing something. But one day we will all be held accountable. And brothers, if nobody else won't scream to you, I'm a scream to you. I know black lives matter because I'm a black man. But men, stop killing each other. Man, we got to put these guns down in Chicago. Baltimore, Miami, man, it ain't that hard, man. Man, you got to be okay with earning the right living, man. It ain't supposed to be easy. Man's days on this earth will be short and filled with trouble. Right now, man, we, we're losing the battle. A third of the Afro-American population is behind balls. 50% are behind bars because they took the life of another black man. Sooner or later, black men, if we don't change what we're doing, not only will our kids not have a future, but we might find ourselves extinct. And we return after this. This is Nation Talk. 
It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Communities improve. The path to success starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I made you some eggs. Thanks, Dad. You see Aunt Judy yet? No. She called your mom every day, you in Afghanistan. Yeah, I know. Want the sports section? Sure. When a vet comes home, the silences can be deafening. You may not know what to say, but we can help start the conversation. Visit supportyourvet.org. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Now, here's a piece of the nation talk. I'm not necessarily the views of talk shoes. Jam Radio Productions. Summerhead.com and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. We That's a whole lot to yes. think about. And he's right on the money on this. He on the money with no change coming to nobody but the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that's right. That's, ah. a, that's a sermon right there. All he does is benediction and go home. But you know, you know, what that's, you know what's really happening? And then I say it's sooner than we think. The world is coming into this place where there will be no more black race as per se uh, Americans. They are all, we are all beginning to get either crossbred, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not going to be any more full-blooded black men because the race is being killed out, dogged out, and down try to be castrated. Either emotionally, spiritually, or physically. So we no more how you say, I'm a man, I'm there, I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do as a man. 
But like like the man say, how in the world are we going to be a man to do this and be like Black, Black Lives Matter when we're killing each other? Half of us in jail, third of us in the graveyard. Most so, of them are going to, you know, uh, some uh, of them gay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. On so, the down low. So so now our poor black sisters are left stranded, and people not they, God's not thinking like that. The devil is a lie, and mm-hmm. he, he's pulling. He is pulling out the stopper. The water is going out the drain. Mm-hmm. Like the brothers, uh, whoever just said the steel wool said, uh, the main thing is to be a good citizen, get educated. That was actually Ray Lewis from um, the pro football play. That was him. Oh, yeah? Yep, that was him. That was no. that was Ray Lewis, um, um, the the Ravens, right? I think he well, played. I think he played for the Ravens. Oh yeah. That was well, that was him. Okay, sound good. But like I say, <laughs> we got to get it together. And then what makes it so bad? Like the games, they act like they own the they own the block. This is my block. You ain't paying no taxes. You paying no insurance. You ain't paying. Uh, you know, you have no deeds for that block. That's that territory. <laughs> Take care of it. Stop trying to rob from each other. Stop trying to poison our brothers and sisters and kids. My territory. Come on. I know. We have we have we have a situation here, like in in, a, in Connecticut, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is a, a town. If you live on the west side, and somebody spots you on the east side, they run you out of off the east side because oh, you don't belong here. Come on. You mean to tell me you got you you can't go on one side of town to another side of town as a as a human being or a person? Like for shopping or something, especially uh, the ki- a kid, like a, a teenager or early uh, young adult, you have to stay in your own neighborhood. You're a prisoner to your own area. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's ridiculous. And like the like the man said, a few uh, white cops were yet and still. Remember back in the day when uh, it used to be pro profiling. Yeah. And that profiler has escalated to now is where he has a weapon. I thought he had a weapon. I shot him. Mm-hmm. No more wounding, no no taser, no tear gas, no pepper spray. Just kill him and get it over with. Mm-hmm. That that don't make no sense. Don't, don't, don't the cops have laws and bylaws and training? We're not gonna run after you like you used to do, like on the movies. God, <laughs> they should know better that the cops is not gonna run after you. They that nine put... mil, that nine mil is gonna kill you. Yep. So do so, do them a favor. Put your hands in the air 
and keep them there, but to show them, show them your hands. That way they won't they won't get triggered, especially these new cops. Thank you. So they're already trigger-happy and scared. Oh, yeah. They're so already they there. With, what are they scared about? Because you know why? Because half of them brothers will roll up on you, woof you, and, and, and don't have a toothpick in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, that is that will intimidate anybody more or less. And they know, and they know the intimidation thing. So therefore, let us stop the game. Let us stop the the BS and get right. Yeah, man. So, so that was that was a beautiful that was a beautiful uh, 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 piece that he just spoke about. Yeah, about yes, black man, like black lives matter. Because I'm a black man. And all I see is black people killing other black people, and then we're not together. We should march down the street. The church should, should just one day go down on the block at the at the liquor store and the and the, uh, uh, the club, the pool room, stand outside and just do that service for a whole hour. That's not like a good idea. You know? So, like the man said, kids walking across the street getting killed, going into somebody's backyard, shooting up. We did that. That happened here. Really? Nobody got killed. But just the idea of somebody coming in your party and just start to shooting. Nah, come on. Hmm. You got to do better than that. Me too. Here's here's the Reverend Jesse Jackson's take on this. Um, Black Lives Matter. How well, far away are we? How many more years till we get to the promised land of racial equality uh, here in the United States, if ever? It depends upon the mental health of white people. I mean, we've got enough to be shot in the back. So it depends on what you say, the mental health of white people. Yeah, those who do the killing. Uh, those who were there uh, create a climate that a young man would shoot and kill nine people in the church. Uh, uh, a police would shoot Walter Scott in the back in Charleston and then lie about it and have not in the camera. We would have we believed the killer and not the killed. You've referred to the police officers who've carried out some of these killings, unlawful acts. Uh, you refer to those killings as terroristic and as acts of domestic terrorism. Are you saying that the police officers, therefore, are terrorists, the ones who carry out these crimes? Of course they are. Those who shoot innocent people without provocation, that's an act of terrorism. Uh, we can't just speak of terrorism when it happens abroad, when it happens at home. Uh, when uh, you got the case where Rodney King is beaten him to death and cameras catch him and the police are set free, uh, Admiral Lima should ram the rectum to the nearly bled to death in police custody. He, uh, uh, he, he, uh, he nearly bled to death, and the police uh, were not indicted. Of the case of Everett Garner, choked to death in New York. And, and, but the and, officers uh, involved are terrorists, in your view. not indicted. But the officers involved are terrorists. That's what terrorism is. The unprovoked killing of innocent people is, in fact, terrorism or execution, however you want to put it. And you, it's very wrong. 
and, 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 is, and is very prevalent, I might add. Most people would say, Jesse Jackson, that if you're confronted by an occupying force, you have a right to violently resist it. You've accused the police in some communities of this country of being an occupying force. Uh, putting aside the accuracy or not of that remark, some people might say you're implicitly inciting violence against the police by protesters when you call them an occupying force. Well, police are occupied as a, as a police occupying force, as an economic occupying force. Uh, what means, what happens in, in But Chicago, if they're occupiers, do people have the right to resist them, in your view? People do have the right to resist them when they, when they do wrong. Violently? Uh, and often they do wrong. And, and there's an increased consciousness about their behavior. And I think people were not police cameras would be, would be inclined to believe the story the narrative of police, but increasingly people are now really for the first time questioning police behavior, uh, especially towards unarmed black people. Do we have giants today in America like the MLKs and the Malcolm X's and the Paul Robesons from four, five, six decades ago? You would have to call it. You would have to call a U.S. president a giant. The U.S. president goes out of his way to say that he is not the president of Black America. He is the president of the United States of America. Well, he is. Uh, but there is a black dimension that has its own unique status. No other group in the Constitution was designated as being three-fifths of a human being. No other group uh, from which he came uh, faced 246 years of slavery. No other group has been so denigrated and so desperate as has the African Americans. In spite of that, we have made progress. And, and, and what's good for black America is good for all of America. Let me read to you what Dwight Watkins, a black activist and academic from Baltimore, uh, the scene of pretty major and recent disturbances after the death of Freddie Gray at the hands of the police there. Let me read to you what Professor Watkins wrote in The Guardian recently. He said, for years, the same self-appointed black leaders have visited every city, mourning yet another black man killed by the police. They swoop in, give a speech, maybe march a mile or two, and then move on to the next national black tragedy. The young people of Baltimore don't care. They feel these methods are dated and do not work. What's your response to that? The fact that leaders try to inspire people to keep their hopes alive must be embraced. But we're not the reason why uh, these cities have been abandoned. We're, blacks are not the reason why you abandoned Newark uh, or inner city, Detroit or inner city. I don't, think he's criticizing, I don't think he's criticizing blacks. He's criticizing self-appointed community leaders. I don't, I don't know who fits that category, frankly. More and more now when these uh, incidents occur, on the, you had a local uh, African-American congressman on that scene. Uh, you had the city council president there. You had more and more people on the local scene so that grapple with it. So you don't think there is a leadership department. void or vacuum in black America right now? No, I do not. I think there's leadership void in white America. When, they, when these blacks are unarmed blacks are shot in the back uh, by, by, by police, where are the white voices in the House of Senate to speak up and speak out? When nine blacks are shot in a church here in South Carolina in Charleston, where were the white ministers who have the, the big TV program, the big advantages? Where were they? There's a vacuum. There's a white leadership. You're making, you're making very strong points, many of which I wouldn't disagree with, but given you're in front of me and they're not, let me ask you this. Isn't it true that when you were in Ferguson, for example, where there were protests, um, a lot of young protesters started protesting against you and throwing verbal abuse at you, saying that you were a sellout, uh, that you don't represent them, that you were from a different generation in a different place? Sometimes while you speak out of their pain, uh, uh, Dr. King faced the same kind of challenge uh, as people struggle, and you have to be able to absorb that pain and love them in the house.
right. That was that was Brother Jesse Jackson. Okay, Bernie Sanders and his take on Black My question Lives for the candidates is do black lives matter or do all lives matter? The question from Arthur <laughs> in Des Moines well, is there we go. do black lives matter or do all lives matter? Let's put that question to Senator Sanders. Black lives matter. And the reason the reason those words matter is the African-American community knows that on any given day, some innocent person like Sandra Bland can get into a car, and then three days later, she's going to end up dead in jail, or their kids are going to get shot. We need to combat institutional racism from top to bottom, and we need major, major reforms in a broken criminal justice system in which we have more people in jail than China. And I intend to tackle that issue to make sure that our people have education and jobs rather than jail cells. All right. Okay. No, she didn't commit suicide yet, according to what, according to um, report, she died in jail. Um, how, well, let me say this. I don't know exactly what happened, but thing is, she died in jail. For what, for what, some reason or another, uh, you know, I don't know, um, Still Wolves, but I don't know if she committed suicide or not. I, I can't say for certain. I am I'm not gonna uh I'm I'm not gonna say for certain. Um Mike, what you think? I don't believe that girl committed suicide. She was murdered in jail just like a lot of others uh but the point of it is she shouldn't have even been in jail from Jump Street. Right. Not for no technicality like that. Come on. Right. Right. So, so after all, they're in Texas, you know. Oh yeah. No, no disrespect to Texas because Texas is one of the places where it's almost like Mississippi. So you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Something's gonna happen. What do you think so, of um? What do you think of both Jesse Jackson and um, Bernie Sanders and okay. um, answer on Black Lives Matter? Well, Bernie Sanders is right in, his, uh, in uh, the end of his statement because the criminal justice system is, is raggedy. It is flawed. It is biased. And it needs to be replaced. Jesse Jackson, he uh, lost his Marvels. He lost his mind from a long time ago. So he talk a lot of stuff and ain't saying nothing. And he's he's been doing that for a minute now. So I wouldn't even listen to Jesse Jackson, uh, not being prejudiced or disrespectful. I just don't listen to him. So you know, but I do I do understand what uh, Bernie Sanders said. But it's like. We need to get it together, change the laws, fix the laws, or straighten up the system. 
or these adjustment laws that they have on the books now? What's that again? Or 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 straighten up or straighten up the the laws they got on the books. Change them. That's on the books already. Do we you know what? Do we the original the laws. The original law that's on the books should be followed as they are on the books. That's why I said change it. Most of the laws that's on the books, that uh, original laws on the books, are justified as just. But people are taking that law into their own hands and doing what they want to do and then change the law to justify the mess up. Mm -hmm. So you can't justify evil. You can't justify wrong, no matter how much you try it. Y'all, y'all hold on. We're gonna we're gonna take another break. Where this has been a good discussion. I'm telling you, very good discussion. What y'all think about Black Lives? Yeah, Black Lives Matter. They got too many, too many kids getting killed. Especially our young ones who just who who just like I when I think of Ray Lewis said they're sitting on the porch, mind on business, and they get hit with a bullet. That's not right. Or if somebody go in at a party and start shooting, or go into a church and start shooting people. Yeah. Black Lives Left Matter. This is Nation Talk. Teach boys early that violence against women is wrong. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org. That's teachearly.org. Brought to you by Future Adult Violence and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Luis Fonsi with a message from Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. As a young Latino, your future has no limits. Your time is now. Don't blow it by drinking and driving. If you're going to party, always choose a designated driver. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Annie Lennox of Eurythmics for RAD. Please don't drink and drive, and don't drive if someone else has been drinking. Thank you. Announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Welcome back. This is Nation Talk. 
Well, let's see. After this, Tom Hayden passed away this past week. Let me keep that music going. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Tom Hayden, who's an activist, uh, died October 20, on the 23rd of this month. He was 76 years old. He was, according um, to this article at the time, Tom was a relentless activist and a loyal friend, a giant who never stopped pushing for peace and justice. He firmly believed that a strong democracy is a democracy in which we listen to one another and one in which we don't just hit the streets, but we also jump into the electoral and legislative process. Also, Junko Tabi, 76, she was the first woman to climb Mount Everest. She also died. She was she, the Japanese mountaineer, accomplished the accomplished the feat in May of 1975. Also, for those of you who didn't know, AT&T is planning to uh, um, is planning to buy Time Warner for, get this, $85.4 billion. Whoa. The deal could result in one of the biggest media companies in the U.S. to the concern of some lawmakers, which means they, they're becoming a monopoly. Regulators still need to approve the acquisition, but AT&T officials expect the deal to close in 2017. If he's been sleeping on a rock lately, or in a cave, the National League pennant goes to the Chicago Cubs, the first time since 1945. Last time I, I, I heard that they've, the game now is 2-1 to one, um, Indians. The team now hopes to end a 108-year wait for a World Series title. And sad news. Snoopy has been fired. You probably going, what? Yep. MetLife Incorporated, after more than 30 years as the face of its brand, the company will no longer use characters from the Peanuts cartoons strip in its marketing as part of a global rebranding effort after selling off its insurance corp, uh, op- operation. Well, looks like MetLife, well, it looks like Snoopy and the Peanuts are out of the job. This is Nation Talk. Thanks for coming to Big Bubba's. We got a mess of used cars. What can we do for you? 
Uh, we're looking for um... something cute. Well, here's a beauty, a 99 model with a moonroof. As a bonus, we'll throw in a Lincoln gas tank. You can be driving and kaboom! Adds that zing of excitement. You got any other cars? Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day die from diabetes and its complications. If your A1C is above 7, your doctor can show you how to lower it. If you have diabetes, know your risk. Know your A1C. Ask your doctor. Or for more information, go to www.diabetesa1c.org or call 1-877-TEST-A1C. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation International, and the Ad Council. Wow, this has been an interesting night. Very interesting and very informative night. And... uh. Been a very informative night, very interesting, very very interesting night with good topics on hand, especially the Black Lives Matter and the debate. And let me say again, let me say again, go out and vote. It is very important to go out and vote. Very important. This is this is a very important election. So go out and vote. Even and if it hasn't and if it hasn't um the if it's if the um absentee ballot ballot voting is not over yet, go and do the absentee ballot. Ball, um, ballot. Um, if not, go to the polls and vote. Don't just sit there. Don't just sit there and say, oh, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. Your vote matters. So, go out. All of you, everybody, I'm going to vote. I'm going to go out and vote. Uh, Mike, you going out to vote or have you voted yet? I got. I'm going to vote. <laughs> okay. I I I really got to uh, think over this real good, but then, but what can I do? Vote, and that's what I always try to get people to do. Vote anyway, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So afterwards, there's no excuse when things happen. Well, did you vote? No. Well, then you shut up. You can't talk. That's right. You can't say jack. You can't say jack with nothing. Nothing, not a zip. I mean, you can't say nothing, but you can't say nothing because <laughs> because you didn't go vote. So you your go. voice is muted. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's like uh, it's like you we muting you mute. That's it. You can't no nope, no. Nope, we can't hear you. La 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 la. No, we can't hear you. No, <laughs> no I don't hear you. Really? So. Uh. So that's that's my message to to everybody, and I'm going to, I'm going to be saying this for the next. Let's see, we got now almost a week, almost almost a week. The eighth, right? November right. the eighth. Yeah, we got a week. Yeah. November the eighth. 
And that's the day we, as Americans, go to vote. And I'm going to try my best to stay up to watch this, because this is going to be interesting, very, very interesting. And you know something else, too? Yeah. Don't rely on luck. Nope. You have to do some serious praying and serious meditation on this one. Because somebody can come from behind and win, you know. That's right. All right, now, because it's, it's too close. Too close. It's too close. And I want to say congratulations to SSU, Savannah State University, for winning their homecoming. Finally, after all these years, they finally won uh-huh. their homecoming. Uh, I think it was 27 to, I can't remember the score, but they did, they beat, they beat their, they did, they beat Clark, Clark College. Oh, okay. And it was, yesterday was, was Savannah State's homecoming, and they had to pray and everything. So, congratulations to Savannah State University on their, on their homecoming win. All right. good. So your program, you still have your program on, going on. Yes. Uh, also, uh, I'm gonna. What do you need for about the book? I think you said the 13th. Uh, I, got the, I believe it's the 13th. I got. I got. I got to look on the. Okay. I got to look on the on my schedule again. I think it's the 13th. Well, I have some ordered, and it should be in uh, next early next week. So. I'm going to try to send you a copy or less. You can go to Amazon.com and, and take a look at the uh, take a look at the book, okay? Okay. Good. It's going to be it's going to be around about that time. I think I give I think I give the 13th for a day. Yeah, it's the 13th you uh you gave me the date to. And I okay. appreciate that. Really do. Okay, good. Cause I want to do this after the election. Cuz I'm I'm pumped up by I'm I'm really pumped up about this election. Yes, I'm pumped up about this. This is going to be a doozy. Man. A close doozy, yes. I mean, mean, this is going to be a good one. Well, I want to thank you. Take care. Good night. God bless you. I want to say say good night to all of you, to you, Mike, and to uh, still... Bill Wills for for tuning in. Let me say this by Halloween. Tomorrow is uh, Halloween. I'm asking everybody to be safe out there. Uh, got kids going out to trick or treating. Uh, our church is doing something different, like some other churches are doing. They're doing uh, Hallelujah Night. So that was been the best thing. And some some malls have you could go to the mall and the different stores will have candy. That's another good thing. But please be sure to check your child's candy before you before the little kitties open it. Uh, if they have a place where they could they can X-ray it, they can X-ray the um. The candy, that's fine. You can do that. But help be safe and at the same time have fun. Um, 
again, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for making this a very popular program. I've noticed it. Uh, for example, last week, this show had 38 downloads. That And that's really, that's really telling me something, that you really like what you hear. And as long as we, as long as you, as long as there's topics out there, we're going to stay on until, we're going to stay on and give you what, the best of what we have here on Nation Talk. So, um, again, thank you all so much for making this a very popular program, very, very popular program. And I think that's it. Tomorrow morning, and this well, this let's just say this week, where morning inspiration on Jam Radio 2.1, that's Jam Radio 2.1, this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Until then, this has been Nation Talk. Views, opinions of Nation Talk, are not necessarily the views of Talk Show Jam Radio Production, StoryHead.com, and its sponsors. This has been Nation Talk, a public affairs program. Air Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to join us next Sunday for another Nation Talk right here on TalkShoe and Jam Radio. Good night. God bless you. And have a wonderful and blessed and safe week. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.